This episode is brought to you by our small biz shopping directory and the shop one in five pledge. We believe that when you purchase from a small business, your dollar goes further. We're inviting you to shop the directory and to take the shop one in five pledge with us. It's a commitment to make one in five of your purchases from a small business online or offline. It's a way to make an impact together where and when it matters most. Because the truth is your purchasing power matters now more than ever. When you buy from the directory, you're buying from a real person. You're contributing to their family and household. You're helping them hire teams and support other businesses. You're helping them improve and build up their local communities. You're keeping the economy going through your purchasing power, and you're stimulating innovation and job creation. That's why we've dedicated these episodes and created the Small Biz Shopping Directory. Because while most of our listeners are business owners, you are all also consumers. Our goal is to shine a spotlight on small product businesses and to buy from each other. Here is what you can do to make an impact. One, take the pledge. Make the commitment to shop one in five of your purchases towards small businesses. You're using your purchasing power to change lives. Two, shop the directory. Don't know where to find small businesses online? We created the Small Biz Shopping Directory to make it easy to support, shop, and share small businesses. You're making a difference with your spending, and it's amazing and fun. Choose from 15 incredible categories and hundreds of small online businesses to shop from. Three, share the directory. Imagine if each of us told three to four people to shop the Small Biz Shopping Directory. It would be incredible and life-changing to so many small businesses. Tell your friends, family, and social network. It costs nothing extra and makes a world of difference. Our purchases have the ability to change lives. You can take the pledge at shop1in5.com. And shop the directory at theproductboss.com slash shop now. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlo-Sita, an Amazon guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business. In introducing the other half of the product boss, Jacqueline Snyder. She has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey everybody, Jacqueline and Mina here, your co-hosts of the Product Boss Podcast. Today, we will be sharing a conversation we had with a fellow female founder. You see, we believe women helping women is what the world needs more of. Introducing our female founder episodes, where we interview fellow female entrepreneurs and highlight their small business. Our goal is to shine a spotlight on product businesses to encourage our community to support each other, learn from each other, buy from each other, and lift each other up. So let's jump in. 
Hey, everybody. And we've got Keisha Graves, the founder and owner of Girls Chronically Rock. Welcome to the podcast, Keisha. Hi. Well, thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. We're so excited that you're here. So tell us a little bit about Girls Chronically Rock. What What is your business? Sure. So Girls Chronically Rock is a clothing brand that I started in around 2017 because I wanted to create something to help inspire and empower others in the disability community because I myself am now living with something called a muscle disease called muscular dystrophy. And I was diagnosed with that in 2010 when I was actually in graduate school. Okay. And so tell us a little bit about, since we're all product bosses here, tell us a little bit about the products that you're actually selling. Sure. So the products I am selling is t-shirts with like inspirational quotes. I kind of feel like I like to express my journey and what I'm feeling and kind of everything that's going on in the world right now. I like to express that through my clothing line with my t-shirts. So I always been a t-shirt fanatic. So I knew I wanted to have something with t-shirts with like inspirational quotes to, you know, inspire everyone. And then I also have like throw pillows to, you know, put on your couch, put on your bed or something like that. But then I also have puff bracelets with some of the quotes that are on my t-shirts and as well as silicone bracelets. But my ultimate goal is to create an adaptive clothing collection for people with disabilities so it can be much easier for us to get dressed on a regular basis. Okay, well, let's talk more about adaptive clothing because I am mm-hmm. myself, I'm a fashion designer and I've Ooh. had a lot of different types of clients. I've worked with, um, it's it's a bit different, but I've worked with uh, women that have had mastectomies. I've even created lingerie for women that have had mm-hmm. mastectomies. I had one once that it was like, one breast was covered and one was revealed. It was oh, like, kind of like with little Kim that year on the red carpet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah very like and Janet Jackson. Yeah, yes, um, yes. But we've had we've had over the years. Like I've helped uh, a lot of clients. I'm always really interested because you know there's there's needs in the market and not all of them are met. So you're obviously from personal experience, you have a need and you have a need yourself as well as you know that there are other people to be more inclusive. Um, so tell us a little bit about what that adaptive clothing may look like for the future? I'm sure. Um, I mean, I'm hoping it's getting totally better. I myself, I kind of feel like I am still new to this disability community. I kind of feel like, you know, because I kind of live both worlds where I was an able-bodied person. Now I'm in this disability community where I'm seeing a whole new range and learning more about adaptive fashion because I did go to fashion um, design school and merchandising at Framingham State University. So I have my degree in that. So I kind of felt like in school, we didn't even learn about adaptive. So I kind of feel like now that I'm in this position, I can use my platform to bring awareness and stuff like that. So now I'm like even teaching and mentoring at different schools about adaptive fashion, because I feel like it is important. So I'm I'm thinking in the future, it's going to be much, much more better, more inclusive. Now, Tommy Hilfiger has an adaptive clothing line, which I have a few of his pieces. It's awesome where like my t-shirts, like some of his t-shirts, he makes them with like magnetic snaps on the shoulder. So it makes it like more like leisure way. So if like I can put it over my head or I can either step it in with my feet, but that's even, even my PCAs, PCAs are AKA personal care attendants. I make sure to say that because sometimes when I say PCAs, they're like, what is that? So I get even help with getting dressed on a regular basis. And even they totally love and see a difference with adaptive fashion opposed to non-adaptive fashion. And I mean, that's even with them helping me, they can see the struggle. It's like, you know, it's, I can lose my balance. And, you know, sometimes my arm just wants to like fall and give up with getting up, putting on a t-shirt, same with pants, but with adaptive fashion, it makes like such a difference. People don't get, even when she's putting on a t-shirt where the snaps are in the back or Velcro. And I'm seeing so much more of that. Even Target now has an adaptive clothing collection and I'm just hoping more and more. And I love Zappos. Zappos carries different lines of different designers with the adaptive fashion. So I'm hoping 
Girls Chronically Rock will eventually be selling with Zappos as well in the near future, but I can see it's getting better and I, and I love it. And I'm glad now that I have my platform to share that. Cause as I mentioned in school, you know, I wasn't thinking about adaptive, like, why would I, you know, I, I didn't have a disability then I'm here just like, you know, living my best life in college. So it's like, you know, things just kind of came out of nowhere, but I'm a true believer in some things do happen for a reason. So that's where I'm at today. I love that so much. Um, we're seeing that a lot more. I love how you've just really stepped in and shown the world how you can really make an impact from any stance wherever you are. And it, it goes down towards the next generation. So as our children are growing, as um, you know, maybe fashion designers that are going to school, that will become something that's part of their curriculum. And exactly. that would be wonderful. So awesome. I'm hoping for the same. Yeah. And I think the things that have changed too is just we have access to more people. So I think the the beauty of social media, the not just the internet, but let's call it social media. Not the internet, yeah. The internet, but like <laughs> connecting with other people that sometimes you would have never known if they weren't in your community. Because if you think about how exactly how we were, you know, whether you were in school and the kids you went to school with, and and I grew up with a a kid also who he was in a wheelchair our entire time, like from, I think he walked when we were in elementary school and then eventually he was in a wheelchair and, you know, it was, it was part of our life. And so we had a friend that, that was like that. I'm not like, but you know, he had his dog at school. He had an assistant, but then there weren't, there were people that didn't ever have that experience. So I think knowing that and having that on a personal level. So the, the beauty of social media is that we get to almost be friends digitally Mm-hmm. with people and have an awareness to other, other lifestyles and lives. So, um, I think this is really helpful. So what are, where are you selling right now? Right now I am selling mostly online. I'm not on the stores or anything. I would love to get girls chronically rock and to say Macy's department stores on target. Yes. I know things are tough right now due to the pandemic, but you know, I would love that. They still sell their things online. And I'm a huge um, TJX corporation. I can see my line and say TJ Maxx Marshall. So I kind of already vision it, but I just need to get it there. So I, every time I post on social media, I sometimes like to tag them. I tag different people so I can get noticed. And I'm just hoping to get my, you know, my line in there. So I'm just keeping my fingers crossed. But right now it's just online. And then when things do open back up, I like to do like, say, craft fairs, like vendor fairs, because I think that brings in a lot of customers as well. Mm-hmm. So I may have missed this in the beginning, but where are you located? I am located in Cambridge, Massachusetts, born and raised. <laughs> yeah, I love I'm that. still here. <laughs> and then do you ship out yourself? Um, yes, I do everything solely here just for my apartment. And again, I have my um, personal care attendants help with that. So when an order comes in, thank goodness for them. You know, I teach them, you know, like how to fold the shirt, how I want it. And I have my beautiful packaging. Of course, I want something sparkly. So, you know, so yeah, they totally help me with that. But everything I do from right here in my apartment. Okay, great. And what are you seeing that people are gravitating towards? Do you have a bestseller yet? Have you discovered what people are like, ooh, I get it. I understand it. That's what I want to buy. Are you still pretty early on? So it's this is kind of the time when you're starting to see those things happen, perhaps but it is a weird year. So yes, definitely is. So yeah, I would say kind of a mixture of both in the uh-huh. beginning. It's like, yes, I'm like, cause what I feel like I made like on a t-shirt, I was realizing like, Oh, when I would post it on the website, I'm like, Oh, this is going to sell. People are going to love this. But then sometimes I noticed that was not the case. And then with some t-shirts I would put when I thought, Oh, that's, I'll just put it just because they end up selling really well. So I definitely noticed that throughout the years. And I will say for my t-shirts right now, I noticed the best two sellers 
are one, trust your dopeness. I guess people just love the logo, kind of like trust and believe in yourself. That's why I created that. If you have a vision, if you have something you want to accomplish, trust your dopeness. And then everyone else's favorite is, hello, my name is Chronically Ill Badass. And everyone seems to love that because I think they just feel like, yeah, I'm chronically ill. I may have a disability, but I'm a badass as well. I'm still doing what I have to do. So I notice people love those. So those are the best, best sellers that I've noticed so far. But, you know, hopefully they would love some others. And I plan to create some T-shirts that are adaptive. So I'm in the process of that right now. So I hope that people take a liking to those as well. Right. And, you know, the, the, the trend that I've seen with t-shirts and, and t-shirts with uh, text and words on them is that we became, going back to social media, we became a society of, of our um, captions. So if you think about Twitter and how many characters there were and captions. And so as people started wearing them, um, it ended up being a caption of like what they wanted to say outwardly to the world without actually having to say it. So I love that that, and you're leaning into I think you also have a foundation called Trust Trust Your Abilities. Um, yes, I recently just opened that nonprofit. Yeah. Yes. And then you, I think you also have a shirt that says Trust Your Abilities. Yep, so I do. It, it's just, it's leaning into and being confident with that. And I think it's so important to kind of have that confidence while you're also dealing with being chronically ill and yeah. obviously the struggles that come with that. Of course. Yeah, definitely. I still have my days. I tell people it's like, you know, like, yes, I focus on my business. That's my motivation, my inspiration. I call it my baby, you know, but I tell people I still have my days. So yes, I may look all happy and stuff. And I am, you know, and I, I get so happy when I do podcasts with like awesome women like you guys and able to share my story. And I tell people watching my TV shows keeps me sane. I'm a TV fanatic and that definitely always keeps me in a good mood. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I said to my husband last night. I was like, I was having a rough day with what's happening in the world. And I was like, maybe we should just live in TV. What were we watching? We were watching Bad Boys 2. (laughs) Oh, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, let's finished- just stay here in the early 2000s. <laughs> finished home edit exactly. yesterday. I was like, why so short? Why so short? I, I need more episodes. So yes. I, I definitely understand that. Yeah, it's tough. They get us addicted. So tell us about your podcast. Cause you're all, so, I mean, you're doing so many things and that's what I love about you that like you've leaned into you know, this is your life and you're going to, you're going to change the world with what you're doing. And so you, your story. Yeah. You're changing other people's lives. You want to invent or it's ultimately inventing because you'll be inventing sort of like the apparel that will work to be adaptive. And then you have this podcast. So tell us about your podcast. What's it called? The podcast is called Girls Chronically Rock. And the podcast is still fairly new. So it's not as exciting as you guys podcast. But you know, it's getting there. I'm hoping to get there on the level. But right now, it's if you um, listen to the first few episodes, it's solely most honestly just me. Like for the longest time, everyone's like, start a podcast, start a podcast. You're always on other people's podcasts start yours. And I'm like, you know, I'm not tech savvy. I feel like I don't know what to do. Then one day I kind of just opened Anchor and then I just recorded it on my phone. And then I just like posted it and I was like, whatever, I'm not even editing it. I don't even know how to edit anyway. I'm like, I don't have the patience for that. So then, yeah. And then as time went on, I just started like posting about, again, things that's going on in the world with the COVID-19, the Black Lives Matter movement. So then I, you know, shared that. And then I just like went on and then, um, you know, I was like, let me start bringing on my friends because I have so many people I've connected with, you know, on social media. Thank goodness for social media, you know, to like just using hashtag disability community, hashtag chronic illness. 
but I've met so many other people. So then I was like, you know what, let me start making a list and start bringing on people. So like, so far I've interviewed, I think two people so far. I'm just trying my best to keep it consistent and try to push it out every week. But um, yeah, so it's still new, but I'm getting there. And then some of the episodes may be like previous records, like me on other podcasts. So yeah, so I'm, I'm having fun with this so far and I'm hoping that, you know, it grows to bigger and better things. Mm-hmm. As a disability advocate, I think it's so important too. So, you know, sharing the stories and interviewing and then just showing that. So I yes. love it. Thank you. So as we head into you bringing out more collections, where are you seeing the business go? Do you see it more so as for now, you're going to lean into the t-shirts, you want it to be more throw pillows, like how, what do you see happening for your brand? What I would like to see happening and what I'm hoping to envision is, you know, like more of a fashion brand. So have okay. a Girls Chronically Rock overall collection, whether that be with T-shirts, pants, um, also swimsuits. I feel like it's very important to have adaptive swimsuits because I myself, pre-pandemic, I was going to aquatic therapy in the pool. And I love that because I'm like a mermaid in the pool. I'm able to do things in the pool that I can't do on land. You know, it's kind of like I'm able to move around and not have like to use any mobility aids. So when this pandemic hit, that was tough. And I realized a bathing suit, as you guys know, just for an able-bodied person coming out from the water, it's like, you know, it's like stuck onto your body. So imagine us trying to take that off. It's a struggle and then probably losing my balance in the process. I'm like an adaptive um, swim collection, I feel would be awesome. But then also working with other designers I would love, such as like Tommy Hilfiger. Um, I grew up um, inspired by Betsy Johnson because I love her tutus and her colorfulness. And then also Kimora Lee Simmons from Baby Fat. I would love to see like collaborating with those designers, see it in New York Fashion Week, LA Fashion Week. And yeah, I'm just looking to build Girls Chronically Rock honestly into a major empire. That's my goal. Yeah, friends, if you um, follow Girls Chronically underscore rock, and we'll put the link in the show notes, you can follow Keisha and her fashion is amazing. Like right now, she's beautiful. I'm super jealous of your headphones. (laughs) Oh my God, please. (laughs) They're so pretty. Amazon's my best friend, by the way. Yeah, Yeah. but she has like pink laptop, really beautiful glasses. There's some photos of her with all, obviously her shirts. And like she said, when you think Betsy Johnson tutu, yes, like rainbow yeah. Or just tutu and or I love tutus. That's another thing I want to make adaptive. Some tutus. Yeah. I love it. I love your fashion and just how fun <laughs> oh, and you. light it is. So amazing. Thank well, you. It's been an honor having you here. Um, we can't wait to see how you grow your business and how girls chronically rock the podcast and the fashion line and all of that continues to happen. So would you mind sharing with our listeners how they can follow you, share and buy from you? Sure. You can definitely check out my website, girlschronicallyrock.com. And as she mentioned earlier, I am on Instagram, girlschronically underscore rock. I am also on Facebook as just Keisha Graves. But then I also have a business page, Girls Chronically Rock. So yeah, free. feel free to check out my website. Send me a message. Let me know your thoughts. Or if you have a design idea or anything you want to know, I love to hear from you know my customers and things like that. So yeah, reach out. Amazing. Thank you yeah, so thanks much. Thanks so much, Thank Keisha. You You've guys. been amazing. Thank you for allowing me to be on your podcast and to share my story. I greatly appreciate it. We appreciate you. Thank you. Hey friends, Jacqueline here. Based on all the amazing things we are seeing happen online, we are predicting this is going to be one of the busiest seasons for e-commerce ever. Are you ready for it? No matter what stage of business you're in, the one thing we do know is you need to show up and create content that actually matters to your customers during this 2020 holiday season. 
But wait, you may be thinking, sounds great, but what do I actually say to them without being salesy? Don't worry, friends. We've got you covered this holiday season. Introducing 101 Plus Content Ideas Beyond the Discount 2020 Edition, a bundle of tools, prompts, and video training that helps you create content this holiday season to reach out to your customers beyond just offering discounts, which is uber important to having a profitable Q4. This is created specifically for you to use during this 2020 holiday season. So what's included? 101 plus content prompts to be used on social media, emails, and in live videos. Three months of edible calendars filled with daily content ideas for marketing in 2020 quarter four. Monthly checklists for 2020 holidays to inspire content and calendar prompts five holiday plug and play scripts that will help you show up easily on video to stand out from the big guys. And this is one of our favorites, the easiest way to have a 12 days of holiday sales or a cyber month sales worksheet, plus video trainings and so much more. If you want to check it out, make sure to grab 101 content ideas beyond the holiday discount 2020 holiday edition. We wanted to make this holiday season as sweet as pumpkin pie that we are practically giving this away. Head to holidaycontentideas.com right now. And let's make this your most profitable holiday season ever.